In today's episode, we'll be discussing King Richard, directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green, starring Will Smith as Richard Williams, Anjania Ellis as Orishini Brandy Price, Sinea Sidney as Venus Williams, Demi Singleton as Serena Williams, Tony Goldwyn as Paul Cohen, John Bernthal as Rick Mackey, Dylan McDermott as Will Hodges, Michaela Lachey Bartholomew as Astundi Price, Danielle Lawson as Isha Price, Layla Crawford as Landrea Price, Andy Bean as Laird Stabler, Rich Summer as Patrick Doherty, Kevin Dunn as Vic Braden, Craig Tate as Bells, Von W. Hebron as Monsta. Jessica Wackney as Jennifer Capriti. The movie was released on November 19, 2021 on a budget of $50 million. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Hit it. All right, Kendrick, we're back with King Richard, a uh, story of Venus and Serena Williams and their father, Richard Williams. Yeah. And his insanely accurate plan for them. <laughs> that was wild. That blew my mind. So, like, mm-hmm. I've never, re- a little before my time, right? Mm-hmm. I was born in the 90s, was little during that time. So, their stardom to me really didn't sink in until like the 2010s. I started to yeah. like, hear yeah. about them quite a bit. Right. I'd never really heard of their th- father until this movie started to come out. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, that was one dedicated dad. I will add this little caveat. I remember it uh-huh. because, you know, I was older. Um, and I remember him being, he was a dang on dedicated dad. And I believe, you know, the things that happened, taking beatings for him right. and all that stuff. But, I mean, even if you look at some of the media clips and you look at, you know, remember some of the stuff, he was very... Um, at the time, it seemed like he was really a lot for himself. But, yeah. you know, I, Venus and Serena looked at uh, looked at this movie. They were producer credits on this movie. They were there for the whole thing. Right. All that stuff. So they really were involved in it. So, I, I you know, they had a better inside than, than what the media, you know, put it out there as. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff. But, yeah, incredibly dedicated a dri- driven father. Right. To those four, especially. Yeah. Because he had, you know, other kids. Yeah, he had like five other kids yeah. before, because he was m- yeah. married three times. Mm-hmm. Once before the wife that was in the movie. Right. Because she, three of those kids were hers. Right. And only in Serena v- v- Venus were there two. Right, exactly. And then he got remarried again after, after they got divorced yeah. in like 2002, I think it was. Right. And then he had another kid or two, I think. Right. So right. he was, had quite a few kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, he, uh, he was, uh, you know, the great, the thing that Will Smith did really well was portray, you know, him in a positive, in a number one, a positive light. Yeah. I re- I like that. Um, also, you know, John Bern- Bernthal. Yeah. Great. Dude. Like yeah. that was so out of character for him. Cause yeah. like I'm used to John Bernthal being these hard ass, bad ass guys. Yeah, exactly. And then he's this little Weasley dude. It's like, man. You know, Richard, Richard, you, you could have told me this. Yeah. <laughs> Walking all over him. He's, yeah. well, I love my favorite part was when he walked up, like they walked into the Florida compound yeah. and he looks at the golf cart and goes, that's going to be mine. Yeah. Like next couple scenes you see him and he's riding around in that golf cart exactly. and he goes, Hey, you can borrow it. Just, yeah. I need it back in like 40, 40 minutes. minutes. Yeah. 
It's like crazy, man. But yeah, I mean, you know, the story of these girls and and him, you know, and them raising them in Compton, and that is how he had to be. I right. mean, seriously, him and his wife were. His wife was working, you know, most of the time, uh, working her butt off, uh, provide most providing most of the stuff when they were kids right. and stuff. Uh, and he was, of course, was working at night security um, and training them during the day, during the night, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And you know, being hard on those kids. Uh, in the scene where they, uh, the CPS comes in and gets caught, you know, the nosy fucking neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> those <laughs> are the worst. Lady, yeah, really. Uh, call CPS on them and they come in and invest, try to investigate. And he's like, oh, yeah, you can take a look around. Oh, we're, we're too hard on these kids? Yeah. We, we have keep to them be. off these streets yep. out here. Do you understand that, you know, 90% of these, a lot of these kids, I mean, in Compton at that time, it was like, what? 50%. It was bad. You, 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 you know, it was the lowest, uh, you know, they were, you were going to die at 22. Right. If you're a male, black male, you know what I'm saying? Well, you so, see that at one point in the movie oh, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh yeah, it was wild. I mean, my, my favorite part about the movie and I was explaining this to somebody and put this down today mm-hmm. was for Richard, right? It portrayed him as like this dedicated, hardworking father that was doing everything for his girls. Right. But it also shown the other aspects of him. Like, it, it hinted at things and kind of threw some things out there. Like, right. I didn't know he had other kids until that line came out. It's like, I didn't mind when your son came to the door and you didn't want to see him. Right. I didn't mind when these other kids showed up. Exactly. And it's like, okay, he really only had eyes for Serena and Venus. Right. But that's because those were his prodigies. Right. right. Those he, he escalated him to that level. Like, to them, greatest father in the world, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. To his other kids... Maybe not, not so, so much. much. Yeah. Like, did he take beatings for his stepchildren? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like when that guy said, we're going to run a train on whatever her name was. Toby. And he yeah. pops that racket across that dude's face. face? I was yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. badass!" And then took that ass whooping. And then yeah. they came back and beat him later again. Exactly. And he was going to go kill the dude. And the dude yeah. got shot, shot up on the street. I was like, damn, store, like I get it. They had to fight tooth and fucking nail. Mm-hmm. And like the way I explained it to somebody I was like, yes, I could understand because like my dad didn't does not like that guy, right? Like he's right. Oh, he grew up and saw he was in his twenties at the time that Serena and Venus were coming into popularity. Okay, yeah. So he saw a lot of those yeah. interviews with oh, Richard. Heck yeah, I could understand that aspect that he comes off as a douchey kind of tool that's mm-hmm. like more interested in himself and making a right. buck for himself than for his daughters. Right. The thing I liked about this movie is it showed both aspects of him. Yes. We, you know, when you watch interviews and stuff like that, you only get one side of the story. Of course. And it's up to you at that point in time to make a judgment call. With stuff like this, you kind of get that perspective and then the more in-depth perspective. Right. There's always a deeper layer. Yeah, definitely. So that's what my favorite part of this movie was that, like, internal struggle they went through and everything. Yeah, I can definitely uh, get on board with that. Uh, I, I just believe that, you know, those two girls, as a parent, you put into your children so many things. <laughs> and you can go, you know, you can be the Richard. You can be the Joe Jackson. You can be this, uh, Joe know. Jackson. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. You know, that guy was crazy. Yep. We know he was crazy. We know, he, you know, the proof of the pudding, you know, Michael was fucked up a lot. And it was part of it because he didn't have childhood mm-hmm. and the whole, you know, dynamic of that. But. You know, on the flip side of all that, you go, okay, 
some of that worked. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your methodology was not great. No, at all. But sculpting but, champions, yeah. I mean that that there's no proven process other than no. they have to beat themselves to get to that yeah. point. Like they, yeah, no doubt. there's a reason that they're champions. Like I've been seeing a lot of Kobe Bryant interviews mm-hmm. lately. I mean, he did just pass a couple of years ago, right? Right. How he was the hardest worker. Nobody beat him to the court. No. Nobody outlasted him on the court. He was always there. He was always doing more drills than anybody else. Like he was constantly making sure he was the best there is. Yeah. It's dedication and drive. And that's what it takes to be champions. And that's what most people don't understand. Mm -hmm. You don't just get that way naturally. Oh, no. Like there's some natural talent there. But even those people, I mean, you take a look. LeBron's a freak. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Freak of nature. Um, Even Kobe, freak of nature. Jordan. Jordan, freak of nature. But they had to, like you said, beat themselves into that mm-hmm. mentality of hey i'm not going to be beaten nope. i'm not going to be denied i'm not i'm going to win and win and win and i'm going to accomplish the goals that i set you know there's a funny story to Shaq that uh i wasn't Shaq, but it was uh one of the veterans on uh the lakers mm-hmm. uh you know when he when they drafted kobe yeah he said he came in he's just bouncing off the walls he's you know, dribbling the basketball all the place, doing all this yeah. stuff. They said he's going a hundred and ten percent in a drill that everybody says, dude, you're supposed to, you know, supposed to lean, lean into, into, it. into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he he didn't know how to do that. He didn't understand that. It right. wasn't gonna be that. It was like, hey, you know what? The reason why I'm gonna take your spot or be you and we're gonna beat them is because I'm never resting. Right. It's that's insane dedication. That's insane. You know, when you, you know, as a high school or college athlete, you have a love for a sport. Right. And it's easy to do that at some of those times. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, I won't say easy because you got to put in a lot of work, but to be really great, you have to just hit that pain wall and just bust through it. Well, like and those girls. Yeah, they had the goals, yeah, right? Like yeah. Venus's goal was rain. to be the number one Wimbledon, number one in the world. Yeah. Serena's was to be the greatest of all time. Exactly. And that was their father's goal for them. Yeah. And that was my, probably one of the greater aspects of this movie was he set those goals for them before they were even born. Yeah. He knew there was going to be greatness in them, right? Yeah. It was crazy. He had it all written out for them, everything. And he did everything in his power to get the girls Keep them on the straight and narrow. All the girls, mm-hmm. yeah. get them out of Compton. Right, teaching lessons. But the best thing I saw in that movie was he wanted to make sure that they were kids until they also, couldn't be kids no yeah, more. Right, exactly. And they, he would not let them go pro. He wouldn't let them do the junior circuit. Right. Like my brothers play. My well, my youngest brother plays a lot of baseball. Mm-hmm. And I love. I would love to go watch him more. I usually don't have the time, or I just can't make the time. Sometimes right. I have my own kid and everything, so it's kind of hard sometimes. Right. No excuses, but. The hardest thing for me, anytime I've gone to watch my brother's sports, both of them, is watching the parents just get so angry and so upset up. yeah. and just like screaming and yelling at these kids at the top of their lungs. Like their their lives are invested. It's like quit living mm-hmm. through your fucking child and let them figure it out. Like, yeah, there's a certain level of dedication. That was my favorite thing that he did was he kind of kept himself away from her the games right to a certain degree a little bit yeah he kind of he would bit. stay a little bit away well, during the matches yes yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying during definitely. the matches he kept his mouth yeah. shut stayed away kind of would glance over every now and then but he kept it kept himself out of it right during practice yeah he drilled it into them Drill, yeah. hard yeah 
And it was funny when John Bernthal's uh, going, you know, I'm, He's telling his daughter, "Hey, you need to close your stands up." You do, this. yeah. And he's like, "No, you need to open that stands up." So, Richard, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. What are we doing here? No, that was the first that coach. Was the that first was, coach. yeah, it wasn't John yeah. Berthold, the first yeah. coach. Yeah, he's like, "What are we doing here?" I'm, I'm trying to train this girl. Yeah. You know, this and the other. He's like, "Oh, you, you think you're the smartest guy on the planet?" <laughs> yeah, like, nobody says you are. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, he kept saying like, "Those parents need to be shot." Yeah. For the way they're treating their kids. And that's that's what people do with their kids. Like oh, they, yeah. they live through their kids yeah. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And that's not okay. And like he would cancel the girls' practice to take them to Disney World or whatever. Right. Like he would make sure his kids had time to spend his kids. Right. But he would also do everything in his power to make them learn valuable lessons. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the whole Cinderella scene. Oh, yeah. Where he made them watch Cinderella. Exactly. And then say what they learned from the movie. Right. That's always to be humble. Yeah. Great lesson to be learned from that. We're gonna watch it again. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> my one of my, my my absolute favorite scene that was like when he's he asked the girls to go get him a drink. Yeah. And he starts driving, driving away, up. and the he's like, like uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> "You are not leaving my daughters on these streets. You are not leaving my kids." On See these how streets. humble they be when they walk that. three miles, miles home. Yeah. It's like hey, in Compton, no, you can't. No, you can't do <laughs> that. But he was about he was committed. He was like he's like you're gonna learn your lesson here. Right. Right now, I and it's you know, like you said, there's some things to that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll I'll take myself for instance, you know, as a father, yeah, I was I was hard, I was hard to deal with and hard to live with and tough on my kids. But you know, to this day, the kids all say, Hey, we can go through anything, yeah, we can do anything, absolutely. And that's a that's a father's job, if you ask me, but yeah, I mean, I could say the same thing about my dad, like growing up. Whew, there were times where I was just like, God, you're just a pain in the ass, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely terrible. You're so mean. Right. <laughs> As an adult, you get a different perspective. Right. And you can look back and you're like, damn, thank you so much. Like, I couldn't be who I am without that. Right. And I couldn't handle the situations I'm in without that. Like, oh, definitely. That's a, that's a father's job is to make sure you're prepared for the world, whatever form that takes. Like, you cannot be a friend to your kid. Until no, they're an adult. You can't. You can't. This is not, I'm not your buddy. Yeah, exactly. I'm not your, I, your I buddy. vividly remember a conversation between me and my dad mm-hmm. at like a certain age. Cause like growing up, he was always like, you're my best buddy. You're my best buddy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as a little kid, that's cool to hear yeah. and everything. I do the same thing to my son, but then there comes a point. It's like, oh, you're yeah. not my best buddy. You're, you're not. not my friend. You are my son. Yeah. You're yeah. going to fucking learn this lesson exactly. and God damn it. You're not going to do it again. I, I, I'm, we're, we can be best buddies, but I'm not your buddy from down the street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not, we're not on that level. Yeah. You can come yeah. to me for absolutely anything. Right. You can talk to me and I'll give you any advice I can. I'll help mm-hmm. you any way I can to a certain degree. Right. But I am not your pal to just mm-hmm. come and drink a beer with. Yeah. Like talk however you want to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's a time and a place for that no, as an yeah. adult. Oh, obviously. Obviously. But yeah. no, nah, not. And that's like, like, I really like having a father like that made me appreciate. Like I saw both sides to this story, mm-hmm. right? You see the manipulative kind of looks like he's money grabbing for himself. Right. And then you see what he's really trying to do for his daughters. Exactly. And it really portrayed that across the film. And no, I think you're right. It, it did it. And yeah. It did an excellent job. And it wasn't just like it, a know? feel good sports movie either. Right. It was just a great parenting story. It, it was. It really was. I mean, people uh, get it to where oh, you know, it's a Will Smith movie. And it became about Will Smith. No, it didn't become about Will Smith. He portrayed this character uh-huh. incredibly well, and he conveyed what that man 
had to go through as a parent to get them as to. a person in you know the line that he talks about you know this world has never respected richard yeah. williams never had any respect for him it's going to respect you yep you know and that's you know that's what he wanted for them yep you know it's a and he stuck to that. Yeah, and even yeah. at points where it didn't seem like he was sticking to it, like even him and the wife had a fight at one point. Yeah. And she's like, you're just, you're you're in this for you. You're in this for respect well, for at, you. at a point in time, he came to a, this. He was teetering. He was teetering. Yeah. And she, you know, checked she, him on yeah, it. Which she was did. <laughs> Yeah, great. Because he kept saying, I did this. I have done this. Yeah. And she's like, wait a second. We <laughs> did this. Yeah. I've yeah. been here too. <laughs> when there was no, you know, we couldn't, you couldn't pull it with your security job. I was, you know, it's hard. You take other people for granted. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's par for the course, especially when you're married. Right. You tend to forget that it's a partnership. Yeah. It's not just always you. No. I mean, I do that in my own marriage. It's it's hard sometimes. So, you know, it's nice to have a partner that'll check you. And it's like, no, no, we did this together. It wasn't just you. It wasn't just me. Right. It was us. Right. Right. And she did that and he needed that. And it kind of lined him back into place a little bit. Yeah, it did. Because so. he had a, just had that fight with Bernal, just had the fight yeah. with <laughs> Serena. Serena. Oh, with no, it was Venus. Venus. Yes. Yeah, Venus. I wouldn't let her go. The juniors was like, oh. You I, know. I, I like the scene, too, where Venus, or Serena's watching Venus like from a distance, like kind of just looking at the stadium she's about to play in. Mm-hmm. And he walks up and he's talking to her, and he's like, you know, I, I know a part of you is jealous. Like, I know you're happy for your sister. Right. But I know a part of you is jealous. Now, understand that your sister is going to be number one in the world. But I wouldn't have put you in her shadow and kept you in her shadow if I didn't think you could have been the best in the world. Right. And it's like, damn, like this dude absolutely had it methodically planned out for his kids. Exactly. And they it stuck the whole way through. And like mm-hmm. the greatest part with that was the when Venus was starting to get the deals. And they're like, talk to Venus. This is her thing. Right. Talk to Venus. It's like, right. that's how it should be. Even Why though she's a 14 year old girl, uh-huh. highly intelligent, yes. top of her game. Yes. Knows what she does. Shit. They said she spoke like four languages at the time uh-huh. fluently. Yeah. Fucking ridiculously smart. Yeah. Right. She can make her own decisions at that point in time. You raised your kid properly. Let her make her decision when it comes to her goals and her career and her life at that oh, point. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Imagine going pro at 14, though, or 15, however yeah. old she was. God damn. 15 years old she signed a what that uh the reebok deal for like yeah 13, 13 million dollars or something, something like yeah it was it's ridiculous, ridiculous. And that first deal was like three million, three million yeah, for it even nike. say the brand yeah they nike. never said the brand it wasn't nike yeah oh, okay yeah they were coming yeah he's it's like man. i love the game they played too it's like yeah no we're we're, we're gonna wait yeah I mean, she won she, all right the deals are starting to come in imagine if she won number one though yeah now yeah, she, she got done dirty in that match though Oh, of course. That was I, that was know, some shit. Eight minutes, nine minutes of stall time. Yeah, come on now. That was some crap. Yeah, she would have had her too, probably. I th- well, and the, the way momentum, the movie was portrayed, the yeah, momentum was there. Yep. You know, I'm not a big tennis watcher or anything, but right, it's pretty physical sport. Oh yeah. So <laughs> physical coordination, everything you get, you get to understand right how to. I've I've never been good at tennis. No, never been good. I've never so, played. You know? I had a I have a stepbrother that used to play in high school. Okay. He he self admitted he wasn't any good, but he yeah. enjoyed it. I mean, uh, it was hey. something to keep him busy during <laughs> high school. Exactly so right. you know, good good on you, buddy. <laughs> keep yourself out of trouble. Yeah, bit. pretty much. And that's you know? that was his whole goal was to keep his daughters out of trouble. Like right. that, the scene when CPS showed up, he's like, 
you are not going to come in here at any point and tell me that my daughters have been shot in the head or anything like that. It's not happening. Exactly. Like, you can come in here and tell me I'm hard on them all you want, but you're not going to come in here and tell me I couldn't keep them off the streets. Right. I was like, yeah, buddy. Then the mom goes across the street. Yeah. That was was tough. That was the hardest dick twist thread I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Man. Nothing like a mother scorn, dude. Don't... uh, I don't ever want to have to come here again. <laughs> don't make me come, come here, again. here again. You won't like it. I was like, yeah, you're straight up. <laughs> it's like, yow. I love too when he's like, uh, when John Bernthal's character is given the contract after he's trained with the girls a little bit. Right. And he's like, oh yeah, this all sounds great. Now here's our contract. Like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> like the whole contract. family's coming. Right. Yeah. And we're going to oh, need yeah. a motor home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need our feet to take us across country. <laughs> Good Lord, man. That was awesome. Yeah, that, Will Smith, as usual, he fucking yeah. kills it. And now, I, I, what do you think about this, about Will Smith potentially? Yeah, has he ever won an Oscar for Best Actor? Uh, he's never won one. He's, he's been nominated, right? Yeah, nominated. I know Pursuit of Happiness yeah. got him a nomination. But uh, I think, you know, they're talking about he. this might be the, the one that the propels him. Chance, yeah. And he should get it because he did, like, never broke character, right. kept on it constantly. Like, it was a solid solid performance from Will Smith. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm hard-pressed to find a better one. And even in the pursuit of happiness, it was Will Smith. You know what I mean? Right. It was a version of Will Smith. Right. In this, he embodied Richard Richard Willis. Williams, I mean. You know, it was was insane. It was really nice. He did exceptionally well. Yeah. Like, even the part where he was going to go, like, kill the dude that kept, like, threatening his stepdaughter... You could tell, like, he's going for it. it. Was, like, there was nothing <laughs> stopping him. No. And then that drive-by came by. I was like, oh. It's like, hey, problem solved. Okay. <laughs> like, all right, get back in the van. Let's go. Back <laughs> <Yep>. in the bus. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Compton looked like it was rough. Oh, no, it was it was crazy, uh, you know, in those days. Because, I mean, right, that was a time, you know, uh, late 80s, early 90s, you know, you had N.W.A., Mm-hmm. It was big back then, and it was like you know mm-hmm. that's the shit that was going on, right? The uh, when John Bernthal's character came to like test them out, mm-hmm. and they went to their court that they normally practice yeah, at, and those guys pulled up in the car. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, hey, white boy, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "No, no, he's with me. He's cool." Just all right, boy. Richard. See, <laughs> like, I ain't gonna let you get killed, man. I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" <laughs> that would have freaked you out, man. Like, you know what? Though he didn't skip a beat. He's he just did. there for the love of he's tennis so nice. and to let's, do what he's got to do. Go get it. Let's do it. I bet he made a mint. Oh, 15 percent. He was. You know, yeah, I wonder how long he yeah. was there for him too. Like I wonder, contracted for him. I wonder. I mean, that was a bet that paid off for him mm-hmm. immensely. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a pain in the ass, but I was like, yeah, okay. I'm sure. Hey, Will Smith made a comment in a quote the uh, a little bit ago. He says, His "Grandmother told him. He said, you know." She always told me there's great things on the other side of pain. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, you you got to get yourself through that pain. Yep. You got to get yourself moving no matter what it feels always like. Always light now. at the end of the tunnel. You know? Every yeah. single time. Yeah. Never fails. Keep moving towards your goal. Yep. Especially if you have a goal in mind and you're oh, yeah. dedicated to it. Oh, yeah. Going to get it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of hard work and it may seem like you're not getting it. It's a ton of hard work. You got to keep pushing for it. Ton of hard work, ton of being patient. Uh-huh. I mean, the biggest thing, you know, uh, is, is waiting for the right moment. Right. To do what you need to do. Yeah. No, it was, uh, 
I wouldn't say it was like one of the best feel good movies I've ever watched, mm-hmm. but I definitely enjoyed it through and through. Right. I already recommended it to a few people. Oh yeah. And I, it's like one I could watch every now and then. Yeah. You know, I agree. I agree with that. Cause it is definitely not something that's, you know, gets old or boring. No. You know, <laughs> I, I cracked my shit up when he, uh, when he was at that first deal, like, and they wanted to sign Serena or not Serena, but Venus the first time that mm-hmm. uh, and he was like trying to make him an offer smoking his stogie and right. Just like being yeah. a Royal prick about it. Yeah. And he just like, yeah, well, and like ripped a yeah. big old mean one. I was <laughs> like, like, damn dude. Yeah. Cause, uh, he was, he, cause he started that. He started uh, the conversation very aggressively. He's like, yeah. "Oh, yeah. Well, at least at least they put the hoods away." You know, when he came to, the, he said, "How do you, how'd you like the club, Richard? How do you like the club? Well, at least they at least they took off the hoods." Right. <laughs> it's like, ah, dang. Yeah. No, he was like, in the grand scheme of things, he was a good dad. He got yeah. them where he needed to be. I, they needed to be, and you know, did right by them. And I'm yeah. sure they appreciate him for that. You cannot, you know, a lot of plans. There's a fine line between eccentricity right. and craziness. Yeah. Success is that fine line. Oh, he towed it the <laughs> whole way. If you have success, then you can be, you're eccentric. Right. But if you ha- you fail, you are crazy. You are <laughs> yep. just a nut. Mm-hmm. And he, you know. I loved his confidence too. Like when he would go to business meetings and stuff and like go to meet with people. I knew what he wanted. Yeah. But he didn't like have, when he talked, you know, it was very poor grammar sometimes and this stuff. So I was like, no wonder like these people are turning you down so quickly. Mm -hmm. And then they were at the, uh, that match. And that one guy walked by that was wearing the crazy pants at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. He's like, I bet you were wishing you took that deal now, don't you? <laughs> He's like, you're missing out on this money. <laughs> I know you're regretting it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you know, he was he was on top of his game, and he knew what he was doing with those girls. So, And the, and the movie did exceptionally well, portraying both sides like we talked about. What? Yes. No, I'm oh, that, enjoying the shine. The, the moonshine's good <laughs> yeah. as shit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really good. Um, yes, we are. Yeah, we got it. Having moons. <laughs> Nothing like drinking and talking about movies. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, um, like you said, I, w- I would recommend this movie to anybody. Right. See it. Don't um, just accept the movie for what it is. Right. I mean, it is based on a true story. It, it you know. Embellishes. It embellishes, but it also is the perspective of two people who are actually living in it. Right. And, you know, what they got out of it well richard williams is still alive too isn't he mm. i think he is i don't i don't i looked up earlier today and it's it looked yeah. like he was still alive yeah okay. so i mean he was like 72 yeah okay so i think he's still live okay. and kicking cool but yeah they they definitely they showed all the perspectives of it yes yes you're right he is still alive because uh will smith talked about meeting him oh yeah stuff so, yeah i loved at the end how they like they'll show footage of the real people talking mm-hmm. in interviews and stuff like that. John Bernthal didn't look much like his guy that he portrayed. No. But oh, damn, did he haircut. get the fucking mannerisms down. Dude, yeah, he did. Because like, even in that short like little 15-second clip oh, they showed of him gosh. talking, yeah. I was like, damn, he freaking killed it. Right, right. Yeah, that was his... 
<laughs> that dude's haircut. Oh, and the, the mustache real life guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That was the style back in the eighties and the nineties, though, for a lot of guys like that. Yeah. So not that haircut. That haircut was, I don't think it was ever in style. No. I mean, you had some feather stuff. Like, Bernthal's real haircut in the movie yeah. was pretty much how it would have been. Right. <laughs> Not that guy. That was weird. It was funny. <laughs> well, I mean, mullets technically were never in style, but some people rocked them. Oh, so. man, they were in style. And they're making a comeback. Oh, they're making a comeback. It's in asinine. all aspects of life. Asa 9 is yeah. what that is. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Blade Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh, my homie. The my homie. Um, yeah, man. Uh, really a good movie. <laughs> it really was. Did you watch it at, uh, in theaters or did you watch it on HBO? I watched it on HBO. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, I could have watched that one in theaters, but there's just so much out right now. I, yeah, honestly. I'd be spending like all the time at the theater, exactly. so it's kind of nice to sit home and watch a movie. And that's, that's one you can watch at home. Yeah. On the couch, like. You know. Yeah, you don't need the big scope of anything. It's no, just, it's a just a sto- a good story. That's what you're paying the only, attention. The to. only scene that would really have been good in the big screen was the uh, when she was in the final match, mm-hmm. and they kind of like gave you the gra- scope yes. of the audience yeah. and stuff. That I'm sure that was daunting, great. but it was cool for her. I agree. Would have been better. All right, what do you want to score it? You know what? Uh, I'm giving it an eight five. Yeah, I liked it really. Yeah, good. I'm giving it a solid eight. Really liked it. Yeah, yeah, definitely enjoyed it. Really can't nitpick it too much, right. but it was definitely one I could recommend to people and know they would probably enjoy it. Yeah. So, I mean, Certainly. not everybody's always the biggest Will Smith man, but he is, he's popular enough that you can make that recommendation to almost anybody yes. and they probably want to watch I think it. So, too. So. And in just the story itself, you know, if you just, the portrayal is great by yeah. Will Smith, but the story is even better. Right. So, yeah, I agree. Cool. Oh, I agree. You got anything else? No, sir. Alrighty. Well, until next time. Peace. I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening. <laughs>